You are listening to an A&R podcast. This is episode 32. Today we will be talking about Marvel's What If, episode 3. We will also be talking about HBO Max series Titans, episode 4 and 5. And finally, we will be talking about some toys, action figures that were released this week. Let's go. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another podcast. We've got a fun podcast today. Some really cool topics to get into. But like always, before we get into our topics, i got to bring in my fellow Saiyans. Today, I have DD. How you doing? I'm trying to think about uh, which one I'd be. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm doing who's just saying? Who's just saying? Come on, you got to pick a Saiyan. What's the Saiyan that you kind of gravitate towards? I like Bardock. Bardock? Oh, that is interesting you yeah. say that. I have that figure. I haven't even opened it up. need to do a review on that one. Still has that new All right. smell. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, speaking of new car smells. No, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> our other saying, Chris. Chris, how you doing? Don't you mean old car smell? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm old school Dragon Ball, so... I'm just going to go for a character that I remember. Let's do Piccolo. Hey, good old tri-tested Piccolo. Always in the background there. Yeah, always reliable. Yeah, super reliable, right? Super nice guy. Uh, Myself, Elvin, I'm going to have to go with Vegeta. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what it is. I guess maybe his voice is the same actor who did Wolverine in the X-Men cartoons. So, And I got to meet that person uh, once upon a time at at a fanfare. But, uh... Yeah, no, Vegeta. I just I just like that character. He's so uh, polarizingly crazy character. All right. Um, like always, we go around the digital roundtable and we talk about what we watched and what we got. And we'll start it off with you, D. Go for it. Man, I didn't get anything. I pre-ordered a couple what? hundred dollars. Yeah, there's nothing. Like, I have nothing to like, get. How dare you come on this podcast and have <laughs> There's nothing. nothing for me to get. Like, I went, I went out. I went hunting. Okay, but... okay. Unfortunately, I didn't get it. I got fodder. That doesn't count. But everything I want comes out later on. And then next week, next payday, I think I'll get that uh, Optimus Prime that you guys should check out on the YouTube channel. There's going to be a review oh, for oh, that. Oh. I, I t- tears were almost flowing down my cheeks. It is <laughs> an, a beautiful figure. And we'll have that video dropping in a few days. So make sure to go check it out on our YouTube channel. If you're listening for the first time, uh, we have more than just a podcast. We have a YouTube channel uh, under the same banner, Astonishing News and Reviews. And we got Chris always uh, going around social media, uh, bothering people to come join us. No, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Astonishing NR is our handle. Uh, we're on Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook. Go check us out. Uh, come join us for all the other stuff that we do and win some cool prizes. Right, Chris? How can they win some prizes? Uh, Well, all you have to do is go to our YouTube channel and watch the video. Definitely be a subscriber, like it, and leave a comment. Uh, It's super easy. And uh, for when the video drops, if you are following us on Instagram, you will get a notification. But, you know, when you subscribe and you click that ring bell, it'll let you know when we drop a new video. So stay tuned. 
Yeah, absolutely. We just gave away uh, a figure last a video, right? We gave away Ironheart from the Marvel Legends wave. We the did. Ursa Major wave. And uh, we're going to announce our next giveaway for the September one very soon within this week. And Chris will post it up on our social media and we'll actually do a uh, drop on one of our videos as well while we're reviewing something else. All right. Uh, so sorry about that, D. Um, I started uh, you it. Said, so no big deal. <laughs> you said you had a dry, dry week. You had a dry week. Yeah. Uh, which is unacceptable, um, but we'll let you slide this week. Thanks, boss. Uh, next week, do a better job, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you watch anything interesting? I watched, uh, there was a miniseries called Clickbait on Netflix. I'm sorry, what? Clickbait? Yeah, so it's about a guy who was kidnapped, and his kidnappers make him hold a sign that says, I abuse women, and I'm a murderer. And then they kill him. And Wow. It turns out oh, he may be innocent, so Spoiler it's alert. like a, a mystery, a mystery series and a, a little thriller. I was curious at first. I was like, I don't want to watch this, and then my mom came <laughs> over, and then Jess is like, Oh, I think you'd like this this mini series called Clickbait. I'm like, Okay, whatever. I put it on for my mom, and then I was like, Okay, we need to finish this. We need to binge this because I need to find out what this guy did and who he made angry and why they thought to kill him. So there's that. <laughs> And then there is also another movie. I think it's called Jolt. That was just a background movie. It's about a woman who has anger problems. Like, she has these tics. And randomly she gets, like, spurts of blind rage. Like, Hulk-like rage. And she uses this anger to find her husband, her boyfriend's killer. And it turns out she's collected all these skills because she didn't know what else to do with her life. So, for instance, she took up, like, rock climbing, and she took out, like, mixed martial arts, and she read a bunch of books in the library. So she's super smart and super skilled. It's kind of bad. It's a mindless action movie, so I'm fine with that. I like seeing action sometimes. Just throw it on before bed, whatever. Nice, nice. All right. Uh, anything else? Mm, no. If you have some cartoons to recommend, throw them my way. Send us a message. I'm always down for I new cartoons or really anime. Seen I haven't heard anything really good. No? What about no. you guys? What have you been watching? What did you get? Uh, yeah, Chris, what did you get and what did you watch? Uh, well, it was a dry week for me. But... Oh, Chris, come on. No, what is oh this? My God, Chris. Guys, oh, my goodness. <laughs> but, hey, you know what? I got my action figure display put together, so I oh, was nice, happy nice. about that. Uh, I came up with my Halloween costume for this year, and it's going to be epic. <laughs> What's the costume? Uh, I'm going to be Carol Ann from Poltergeist. Oh, of course. Yeah, of course you I don't want to be anywhere near that. <laughs> it's going to be funny. Nice, like like uh, uh, a unicorn or a cat or something? Uh, no. No. Okay. <laughs> I think it's going to be hilarious because I'm a six foot three tall guy. And all I need, it's going to be so easy too because all I have to do is find one of those long 90s and a blonde wig. Oh, and that would be pretty funny. Just make a TV and out of a box and I can have it strapped around me and I can put my hands on it and be like, he's back. You know. <laughs> um, <laughs> But uh, we'll see how that works out. But for what I watched, I recently watched, I think it was yesterday. It's the new Bob Ross, Happy Accidents. Oh, you know, that oh. is a great... I watched the first 20 minutes of it. It looks pretty good. Um, yeah, it's all I gotta sad. say, 
I will yeah. never buy anything with his name Ooh. on it only because um of the people associated with that brand now, right? Yes, yeah. because the family doesn't actually own his likeness and name anymore and they screwed them over. But yeah, you know, the great thing is cuz I posted it on Facebook and everyone's like, "No, not Bob Ross." Bob Ross did not change through his whole life. He was... What a... Sorry. No, I'm sorry to cut you up, but yeah, he was just a... I'll mention Bob Ross in a second, but you go ahead. Let's finish off what you're saying. He was the same person in real life than when he was on TV. There was no huge difference. Um, And it's just how amazing he became came worldwide famous like some of his videos in other countries are dubbed over and you know this guy set a standard mm-hmm. well not really a standard but showing everyone that they can be an artist there is an artist deep down inside of everyone and he brought that out and you know i wish i could have met him uh yeah. being an artist it's you see that love and he's such an icon he's never gonna go away you know he's uh he's always gonna be around influenced artists you know so yeah that was a great documentary eye-opening and anything else i watched what if uh i was gonna go and watch free guy but i didn't make it unfortunately no but uh it's kind of good that it happened because I found out that you can go see it in 3D and D-Box. So because it's a video game, if you haven't done the D-Box experience, it's where you're in those seats that move. Yeah. So I'm going to go see it then. So Where is it located in Vancouver area? That location that does it would be uh, the Langley Col- Col- Colossus. Yes, Colossus. Okay. Did you guys hear about the uh, new... Uh, this is only for Canadian uh, viewers here. Uh, I don't know, in the U.S. they probably have something similar. But Cineplex is doing a nine ninety nine month a monthly membership now. What? That's yeah, smart. Which, which allows you to watch movies as, much, as many times as you want. And 20% off concession stands. And you're allowed to bring a friend with you at the same price at nine ninety nine. Oh, nice. Jeez. That's so, a good yeah, deal. They're rolling out that membership. I've been doing uh, Landmark believe... though, so that might be yeah, a good reason to go back. That's a great place. Yeah, we get. I usually get the uh, coupons from Costco, which is so cheap to watch, and it gives you free drink and popcorn as well. So, yeah, I mean, um, in the U.S. I think AMC or uh, one of the other companies is doing something similar than that. If you're listening and you're a U.S. citizen, let us know. I, I want to hear what the subscriptions are if there is any. Uh, send us some messages on our in- Instagram or on our Twitter. Uh, all right, uh, Chris, that, is that it? Uh, is that it? Yes. Anything else? All uh, right, okay. Yeah. What about you? What did you get? I wrote a list here <laughs> oh just to God. remind myself. And I know I probably forgot half the stuff. But uh, what I watched is I watched, obviously, the What If and the Titans uh, episodes. Um, on top of that, I watched uh, a few a few movies. I watched um, Jungle Cruise with Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. What'd you think? Uh, it was all right. It, it was more entertaining. My kids loved it, and 
it was very very kid friendly i think it was entertaining it's just a fun adventure kind of movie the expectation for writing wasn't going to be high yeah you know i wasn't going into thinking yeah they're gonna have some great writing in this one uh no but it was it was fun it, it was a fun uh, adventure that's good I, I i thought it was interesting it was a little too long um i would have liked to have it shortened because there were some parts in there was not necessary at all but yeah no definitely worth checking out you know over a weekend for some popcorn it was fun um i watched um a John Cena movie on Amazon, uh, Vacation Friends. How was that? I was going to check it out, but I wasn't sure. <laughs> this movie surprised me. This movie was funny. It was good. Like, I had low... I guess maybe because I walked into it with low expectations because it's a direct-to-stream movie, and you know how those are. like They're like the old direct-to-DVD movies, right? <laughs> um, so I had you know, t- tempered my expectations low, and I'm glad I did that, but... It did surprise me. It was a pretty decent movie. I, I thought it was fun. It was entertaining. The actors were great. John Cena was great in there. And I, this guy's got a future. Like, he's all over the place now. He's he's like the new The Rock. I like he's him doing a lot. What the Yeah, he's doing what The Rock did 20 years ago, right? He's establishing himself with a variety of different types of movies. Like, he's done action. He's done comedy. He's just got to do a serious movie now. And then he's in... He's probably going to be the next big thing here, literally, right? He's a pretty big guy himself. But, no, he, he did a good job. Vacation Friends is good on Amazon. I, I, I definitely recommend checking it out. It is not for kids, so definitely uh, make sure it's your kids are not watching this. So, yeah, it does have, have some uh, explicit content, if you want to call it that. Um, another John Cena movie, see, he's everywhere, is I watched uh, FF9, Fast and Furious oh, 9. Yeah. What do you think? Oh my god, can they just pack it up and go away? No, I they, they were on 20. <laughs> I thought they were Fast and Furious just, just like 20. Stop, like, it's not even Fast and Furious anymore. It's like the heist. It's like the Italian job now. Oh. Like, what happened to racing cars? Now it's all about, like, you know, Spy breaking games. people out of prisons and stealing <laughs> stuff. And it, it's just so over the top stupid now, too. Like, cars are flying in the air and stuff. Like, what? In space. <laughs> It's just so dumb. Like I honestly like I couldn't wait to, for uh, this movie to end. I just couldn't wait. It was just dragging on forever. The character is so boring. You know John Cena and Vin Diesel's you know conflict as brothers. Ah oh, man, it's just like just pack it up. Apparently they're doing, they're doing number ten. They want to do Oof. ten and they want to call it a night. I, I think they should have called it a night a few movies ago. It's just terrible. Like, I don't know. They lost what they had, in my opinion, as a car movie for greaseheads and, you know, people who love tuners, right? That's what this, those these movies were. Where the first couple came out is for car enthusiasts who love to see, you know, people tuning their cars and making it more than what the car was when it first came out of the factory. The paint and the changes to it. it all of that has gone out the window. Um, so, yeah. Fast and Furious, not so much. Um, anything else? I don't remember anything else I watched. Uh, pretty much that's it. Uh, and then I, I also caught up on the uh, Lois and, uh, Superman and Lois. I don't know why I keep saying that. I watched the f- uh, finale on that. Uh, I like the finale. I'm excited for season two. I hope to continue up the uptrend and not make it too kid-friendly. I, I want that little line there where they're going to give both the adults and the kids something. Yeah. So 
not like Stargirl, which I kind of walked away from. That that just went downhill for me. It's all kitty kitty, which is fine. That's the target audience, anyways. Uh, yeah, so that was good. Uh, what I got, uh, I got the Star Wars 50th Anniversary Power of the Force Luke uh, in the retro card. Oh, I love this figure. It's so nostalgic. It's so beautiful. Uh, it's a simple figure, nothing crazy, but it just hits that nostalgic uh, heart. Uh, Mesco. I bought a couple of Mesco. I went in with Mesco uh, deep a little bit this year. Uh, I got Cable. Uh, I got Batman. And I got Black Panther. So I can't wait to open up Black Panther. It looks sick. Uh, I can't wait for the texturing on that character, so it's going to be cool. Uh, Marvel Legends Infinity boxes that came out. I've got Quicksilver. I got Iron Man. Um, I've got um, the Happy One with the Gold Iron Man. Uh, and then our friend Brad, who just recently grabbed it from me, is the uh, Iron Man and Thanos 2-pack. Um, I do have the rest of that wave coming this week, so I should be able to complete the entire Infinity set. And we'll do a review on that. And then I have the Marvel Select Titanium Man. This sucker is big, beefy, and we're going to do a review on that. Right, D? I like when um, they just they have those sleeper drops. It's like, oh, yeah. by the way, we're doing Titanium Man. Here you go. <laughs> <Bam>. <laughs> this came out of left field. That's what it was. So, yeah, Marvel Select Titanium Man. And I got a bunch of other goodies that I can't remember, but we need to get on with our show um so yeah that is what i watched and what i got and uh let's get on with our uh first topic our first topic is the what if what if we got one of us to start it off <laughs> who's starting it off what if that would be me that is yes it is you indeed <laughs> so, so oh go ahead. go ahead no no you go ahead the okay. Canadians are at it again. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> All right. So what if episode three, the world lost its mightiest heroes? And can we Ooh. just all agree how intense and crazy this episode was? Yeah. Very fast too. Very fast paced. Oh, and you know, I think it was a perfect blend of, oh no. And I could not stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> which we will get into. So the premise of this episode, spoiler alert. Um, yes, we're full of spoilers all the time. So it takes back into the Marvel Universe movies, which I loved. You know, it was great. So we went back to where Nick Fury approaches Iron Man at the donut shop and yeah <laughs> it feels like it was forever when we watched that movie yeah well it was right? what 10 30 no more than that oh god yeah do you do you remember that scene i remember the scene i just don't know the year <laughs> <laughs> it was a somebody quick ago. look it up somebody quick look it up no, um, i i think it was like 12 years ago or something like that about that because that was iron man 2 right yeah yeah, 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 exactly. Okay, yeah. so Nick Fury approaches him, wanting to him to join the Avengers, and he's acting all weird because his generator is affecting him. And so Black Widow comes up out of nowhere and gives him the antidote. 
and he starts reacting and he gets up falls over and he's dead I literally thought he was going to be like, no, just kidding, you know, because we all know how <laughs> yeah. Tony Stark is, right? And so Tony's dead. And I'm. it was so weird to watch. It's like, no, heroes don't die, you know. But yeah, so Tony's dead and Black Widow's blamed for it. So she's in questioning and... Do I go through the whole episode? You I mean, know, yeah. If you, it, I, I would just point at the key moments in the in the show. I mean, so yeah. I mean, she basically is told by Nick Fury like, "You gotta get out of here because you're gonna be blamed for this." Right? Mm -hmm. uh, they were supposed to give him that uh, that injection to help him to like the, stop uh, the palladium poisoning like cure. Yeah. So instead, they injected him with something else, and he instantly died. And uh, so then. You know, Black Widow's on the run pretty much, right? Undercover. Because yeah. she has to figure out what was in the vial. So yeah. she has the injector. And she is sent to go talk to a scientist. And mm. before we get to that scene, we are now left off at the scene where the hammer drops in the desert. Oh, man. Ugh. Do you remember that moment when it, when we saw that? It was a it was a after end credit scene, right? Yes. Uh, which movie I, I did, was that? I literally giggled out loud, like I swear, when I saw, <laughs> like when I saw that hammer, I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> it's happening! Yes. And so we have Nick Fury and Hawkeye talking, and you know, no one can lift the hammer. The storm's ruining, and something's coming. So they decide to wait around and see what happens and we're seeing different shield agents getting taken out and <laughs> all of a sudden we get thor they bring him out of the shadows and show him off and even i was jealous of his hair i'm like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i wanted that hair it was like you know that slow motion in shrek 2 when donkey gets turned into a really nice white stallion and he shakes his hair and it's all slow-mo <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh so we have thor approaching to get his hammer back so nick has hawkeye up in yeah the tower where he was in the movie on standby so he wants to see what happens when he goes for the hammer and Hawkeye has his eye on there and this bolt of lightning goes off and the arrows let go and Thor is dead. Crazy. <sighs> Absolutely crazy when right? that moment happened. It's just, okay, can we stop? <laughs> yeah, I was just like, maybe he's going to get up. Like, you know, he's going to get up and pull the arrow out of his chest and say, what, what was that all about, right? He's... So, a He's a god. You don't think a simple arrow would take him out, but, you know. Apparently it does. So that scene happened, and it was funny because as they're describing this intruder in the shield base, they're like, what's he look like? And we have uh, Coulson <laughs> describing him. He's really big, and he's got really nice hair. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry, I backtracked. It's you know when no, you're... that was that was the, one of the funniest parts. You had to backtrack on that. I, I thought it was <laughs> hilarious when you were talking about the hair, and then had Hawkeye again second that tell Nick Fury like he really does have good hair, sir. And Nick's just like, excuse me, like what? What am I listening to, right? So feel free as I'm going, and if I miss something, just say, hey, I want to step yeah. in. Uh, yeah, definitely, yeah. So now Hawkeye gets put in custody, and they're trying to figure out why two people, heroes that S.H.I.E.L.D. wanted to go after for the Avengers, are dead. And they're figuring it out, and they got the two body. Or Oh, oops. I skipped that part. <laughs> Sorry. So, uh, Nick Fury said he would go in and talk to Hawkeye, who is locked up, to find out what happened. So, Nick Fury goes into the cell, goes up to him. Hey, what's going on? And there's no movement, and he reaches down, and now we have Hawkeye dead. Yeah, it, it's just like bodies are flying down everywhere. Yeah. Like it, and, it, and it happens so quick. You, you don't even have a chance to like kind of figure things out. You're like, what? Another one? Like, it just keeps going, right? <laughs> and I'll be honest with you, since I seen that Tom Hiddleston was voicing Loki at oh, this point, that? I thought, oh my God, it's Loki. Loki is up to something. We don't see him. <laughs> so yeah. I thought... Oh, I had it down. I know who it is. And where are we now? We... So, so I, th I think that's when um, Black Widow goes to the university there, yeah, right? She goes, to, uh, she goes to Culver University yes. in Virginia. Yeah. So she's at the university to go see the female scientist to off the record check out this because they didn't want anyone knowing that Black Widow was there. And as she's looking at the needle injector, you know, the fluid of the antidote was still in there, but the tip was broken off because it actually set off a nano bullet, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what she claims it could be. She's like, I don't know what yeah. could have done this, but it yeah. wasn't biological. Like, you're, you're, you didn't even release the agent. <laughs> yeah. So... Everything gets more suspicious and, you know, Black Widow, she has a keen sense of awareness and she realizes that someone's hiding in a closet. And uh, <laughs> lo and behold, we get Bruce Banner, which was awesome. And so they're talking about what could be and what's going on. And then we have Widow realizing, okay, we need to get out of here because S.H.I.E.L.D. is tracking them. And they're... So, uh, sorry, I want to cut yeah, you yeah, off no. for a second there. Yeah, no. But that scientist was Betty Ross, right? Yes, yeah. thank you. Yeah, Betty Ross, uh, which is funny because uh, Betty Ross was in the Hulk movie in the Ed Ed Edward Norton version, right? And after that, there was no Betty Ross. You never saw or heard from her again. So it's interesting how they brought her back in to the universe. And maybe we'll see her again. You know, hopefully they're saying that they're all connected. Like, we are going to see some of these characters cross over. So now I'm curious because of the whole, was it Universal? 
like they weren't allowed to use Hulk in yeah. the characters. Yeah, that's the issue right now with the Hulk is they're not allowed to use Hulk in a standalone movie. They have to use it. <sighs> they have the license to use Hulk in other features. So that's why you don't see you know, the Hulk in his own movie. You always see him in Thor or, you know, the Infinity War or something like that. He has to be in another movie. That's the only way Universal will allow Disney to use the Hulk. Mm. Which is, I think, a disservice to this character. Yeah, like, honestly. He's always, a, he's always a side character now. Yeah, it's it just like the Hulk's such a cool character with its own, you know, crazy backstory. You know, the, the Sun, the Red Hulk, the Grey Hulk. There's so many, you know, stories behind this this normal Hulk, but we we can't have access to it right now because Universal has the rights to it. It's just a shame, and they're just sitting on it, doing nothing with it. I'm surprised Disney hasn't gone in and bought it from them. Well, yeah, they need to. Not, they will. I think it's owned by Amazon now too. What? Because Amazon <laughs> bought Universal's uh, library of movies. Oh. So I don't know where that comes in in terms of the licensing part of if, if it's a separate division or it's not included in their library of movies but amazon owns them amazon wanted the james bond uh library right so now it owns that and it's going to be ported over to amazon prime hmm. right all the um the movies they have so i, I don't know how that's going to work in terms of who has it but yeah it's a shame it's uh you know betty ross character that we get to see her again so maybe she'll come back in some capacity but uh yeah anyways you're saying so you see um general ross it's funny you know betty ross is there and then general Ross shows up and uh basically shots fired uh we it's get basically hulk. that scene from the standalone movie yeah they get hulk raging out right and yeah go on chris you're saying yes so hulk uh, accidentally get shot because no one was supposed to fire <laughs> and uh, so Banner starts turning into the big green guy and starts attacking the shield and uh, no not the shield the US Army the US Army sorry thank you yeah. uh, the US Army and all of a sudden he starts bubbling up and I thought I, I, I don't know what it is but that part was so funny to me it just looks so goofy. <laughs> it it was, but you know, I thought, oh, you know, Hulk can never die. It's awesome that you know he got shot and he's still alive. And then he started bubbling up. I'm like, are they really gonna go this route? <laughs> well, like when they say Hulk can never die, like even like as a reader, they're like, oh, the Hulk's immortal. He can't be killed. I'm like, you never tried to cut off his head. And throw it into the sun. You always just try to shoot him in with a bullet or something. Of course he's not going to die. <laughs> like, they do these things that will not kill him, and they know it won't. But I'm pretty sure if you cut off his head and shot it into space, that you, he, he might live through that, but he's not going to be any... <laughs> How can you find something to cut off his head? Animantium. Like, they have animantium swords. Like, they've animantium? cut him to pieces. In a mortal Hulk, they cut him into pieces and put him into jars. The stupid ah. thing is they put him... In a room, all the pieces were side by side. He was still strong enough to <laughs> knock the jars off and then just, like, reattach himself. So they're always Wait. idiots. Wow. <laughs> so, Let's like, it's, it, it was kind of cool to see someone actually kill him. It's like, yeah, exactly. Just do something like that where he can't heal. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah. So, anyways, Chris, uh, so the Hulk bubbles up into a nice big uh, goo and just goes, spoosh. 
Yes. And it blows up, right? So where do we go from there? So from that point, we go back to the desert and we got the Bifrost coming in. Oh, that was an amazing scene. Oh, but uh, sorry, we can't forget this part because we were talking about it earlier. It was probably my favorite scene when Black Widow was trying to access files. But because she's off the grid right now, she contacted Coulson. <laughs> and uh, yeah. so Coulson's like, I'm not going to give you the my password and so-and-so. And she persuades him to. And he's like, hashtag Steve, Steve. I love Steve Rogers, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... That, that... That cracked me up. I was laughing pretty hard on that one too. I, I really enjoyed it, and and that's nice that they throw in that, you know, little bits of comic relief here and there, right? It's it's good. Yeah, it makes it fun. It makes it fun. Anyway, so Bifrost drops in. Yes, but she does she get attacked on while she's searching the so, files? So it was hard to describe this. Like I, these are all happening at the same time. Like it yeah, comes, yeah, that's the like thing. 10... Like Chris. Chris, trust me, when you're going back and forth, it's not because you're forgetting things. It's, yeah, it's because there's like three seconds. Happening. Three yeah. second scenes, then it cuts back to like Coulson, then it cuts uh, to Natasha, then it that's cuts why, back. To... That's why, Chris, we asked you to do it this week. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like, yeah, when you're like, oh, I forgot this. Like, no, you didn't. It's just that <laughs> three seconds happened before that. Like, you're doing it in order. It's just. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Natasha was attacked. We didn't see who the attacker was, but we got to see a little bit of a fight put up. And then back to the desert, we have Asgardians, and we see Loki. We see Sif. Did we see any of the other main characters from that group? Just Fra- the uh, Sif and the, uh, what are they called? His uh, band of... Uh... The Warriors... Uh, yeah Warriors 3 or whatever they're called yeah okay that's about it that's about it and so uh fury approaches and we get loki wanting revenge and destroying planet earth because his brother was killed so fury brings up the fact that you know some of his heroes have died and said you know let us look into it we'll find a guy and as soon as we find a guy you can have him you can do what you want with him so loki decides to be good and at this point when they're talking about it nick fury's phone's going off (laughs) as loki's trying to talk and it's just it makes me think of the Loki series. It's just so funny. I want to go back to it. I can't wait for second season. So his phone keeps ringing and Loki keeps trying to say his big words. And he's like, are you going to answer that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so they work out a deal. They try and uh, find the guy. They have till sunrise the next day to find this person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they figure out who it is could possibly be correct yes yes Yes. so my it's escaping my memory does do you guys remember what scene was next okay here let me i'll sub in for you you did a lot okay (laughs) so tag tag in tag in so what happened is 
So while that happened, then the library scene happened at the same time with Natasha. Okay. And then she gets attacked, and then before she gets attacked, or like while on the call, the phone drops, and then she says it's hope, it's all about hope. Right. And then I'm like, well, that's stupid. You should have just shouted the name of the person who's doing this yeah. to you. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Like, I saw that, I'm like, what? It's they always do that in say movies. Something, say something, say something, the name of the person. They say, they say like, the, the most cryptic Why line. riddles? Why riddles, damn it? Yeah. You have time for a riddle, but not the person's name? Okay, whatever. <laughs> so then, um... So then, he's dwelling on that phrase, and he's like, okay, like... Yeah. What do you mean? And then he pulls out the pager. He's sitting in his car, by the way, like trying to figure out what to do. And he pulls out that pager that Captain Marvel gave him at the end to only use for emergencies. Yeah. And then he's like, it's all about hope. And he's like, oh, I have an idea. And he puts the pager away. And he's like, I'm going to either make a deal with a god or make a deal with a devil or something like that. And he drives towards Loki. Or we think it is because it's a big ice pillar. He ends up at the grave of Hope Van Dyne who is the Wasp and Hank Pym's son, or sorry, daughter. And apparently in this timeline, she became a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. And I think it was the scene where Natasha is supposed to escort someone in Iran and the Winter Soldier shot and killed her. Oh. I think. Like, I think there was like an, an escort mission that the Black Widow was supposed to do, but instead Hope did it and got killed. I still need to find out more details on it, but I'm pretty sure that's what went down. And because of that, Hank Pym basically goes crazy and wants revenge. So he's trying to attack uh, Nick Fury now, who's who's at her grave. He's like, so why are you doing this? He's like, because I know all about your Avengers initiative, and you don't deserve any more Avengers. So instead of just killing him, he kills everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. And he goes on a rampage and kills Avengers before they become Avengers. He kills Thor. I don't know how he knew that Thor would become Thor because not even Fury knew at the time. Fury, in the movie, he's like, okay, let's give this weirdo a chance to lift a hammer. And Thor still couldn't lift the hammer, so he just thought he was a nobody. But not old Hank Pym. Hank Pym knew and he decided to kill him and everyone else. And then they get into like a fight. But Nick Fury is pretty spry. He's doing like backflips. I like that cartwheel flip he does over uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. over Hank's Hank's uh, head. And the the cool thing about this scene is Hank is in the yellow jacket armor instead of the Ant Man armor. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you felt. Did you like that armor? I liked it in the movie. Yeah, I mean it's something different. I, I didn't mind it at all. Yeah, it was it was simple. It was simple and effective. Yeah. So so Hank's trying to like throw punches at him. He shrinks down like you can't even see him, but. Sh- Nick swats him and hits him oh, still. So good. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, Nick has some serious training. That that makes sense while you're the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, I thought that was him. <laughs> and then he starts teleporting. I'm like, oh, okay. Yep. So S.H.I.E.L.D. has teleporters on their payroll now. That's awesome, too. This oh, some... you, you went that far? As soon as I, I, I saw Because I, uh, I remembered Invincible where uh, Cecil had the teleporting watch. <laughs> and then, like, two seconds later, I'm like, oh, yeah, Loki. Loki's here still. Yeah, so then yeah. I clued in. And then he starts doing his illusion casting. Hank yeah. tries to fly away and he turns into a giant and smacks him down again. Catches him with an ice pillar. It was a pretty cool scene. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that was like harsh to me, and he's like, you didn't even care about them. He's like, of course I didn't. I didn't care about any of them. And then he just starts laughing. <laughs> I was like, that's pretty harsh, but that was Loki too. And yeah, exactly. 
Loki I basically think... just swats Hank around and defeats him. That was a pretty cool scene. It, it was. I, I did like the way they made Hank look like a, a crazy, you know, psycho that wants revenge. Right? Yeah. They, they had the the paint on his face to make him look, you know, not paint, but the, the animation the on his face. The bags mm-hmm. under his eyes. Yeah, the bags. That. Just to make him look that. I, I thought he was really, you know, well designed. And uh, he looked pretty cool. And he looked like a cartoon version of Michael Douglas. Yeah. Which yes. I thought yeah. was amazing. Which I'd like to just add in. I'm so glad Samuel L. Jackson came back and did the voice for it because I can't it's see just, Nick Fury with any know, other right? voice. It just makes such a big difference when you have the movie characters do these voices. Mm-hmm. Right? What and, I love uh, about that is Ultimate Comics made him look like Nick Fury before they even decided to put him in the movies. Yeah. And then they they saw them like, okay, well, we have to use Nick Fury, obviously. Like, there's <laughs> he is. The... <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Um, so, what else is there before we finish it off? So this is where it gets like twisty area. Nick's like, okay, you got the bad guy. Bad guy. I guess I guess you'll see you guys later. Yeah. He's like, I think I'm gonna stay a while. And he's like, how long? And then it cuts, and Loki's basically president of the planet. <laughs> the planet <laughs> he's like, yeah, I think I think I'm gonna stick around here and just rule your planet because there was yeah. no Thor to stop him. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. Well, and... there is. There is. <laughs> well, there is. And then another twist. Twist. Nick Fury calls Captain Marvel. On his pager, yeah, yeah, and they discover Captain America still in ice. So, we'll see how this. Uh, I wish, I wish we got a follow up episode to see a fight between her and Loki. Well, the 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 show is called I uh, What If, not I Wish. Okay? I wish. Well, <laughs> my version, I, I wish. So they need to do a follow up called These Wish List and animate that for me. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I I have a feeling that they're gonna converge right aren't they supposed to converge some of the storylines i think some so. of the characters are supposed to be converging so yeah definitely we'll see what happens all right uh what would you guys give this out of 10 i didn't like it as much as the other two i'm gonna give it a seven chris i'm at yeah seven wow that low huh we <laughs> were at high. the high nines here people man may i remind you we were at the nines last week, and how dare you drop this down that low? Only because we lost it... heroes. <laughs> oh, come on, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna give it a nice seven point five. Okay, that's a oh. big deal. <laughs> oh wow! Hey, I'm higher than you guys. That's yeah. all that matters, right? Just like Bob Barker said, right? He won by a dollar, <laughs> and you went over. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, seven point five. Uh, out of 10 it was a little bit weak uh be- i guess maybe because it's not a new story or well, it is in a way sometimes i like that though i like when they go back and just change like well this the whole show is all about that but yeah when you look at the uh last episode you know the gardens where you know you had t'challa become star lord there was a lot of change in there. We had Thanos, for God's sakes, a good guy, right? <laughs> uh, Nebula changed her look. There was a lot of changes in that episode versus this one. The dying is a huge change, obviously, and I'm not going to ignore that. But it was just a lot of it was like you knew these characters, you knew the looks of them. Nothing really changed in terms of the looks of these characters, right? Mm-hmm. Or their powers or their personality. They were all the same. But it was still an entertaining uh, episode. 
Uh, it wasn't the best that we've seen. We've seen the other two be better than this one. But still, nonetheless, it was entertaining. And uh, we move on to the next one, episode four, which would drop in a, in a day or so. Uh, by the time you're probably listening to it, it's already dropped. But, uh, yeah, no, not bad. I mean, it's it's a good episode. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, we'll head on to our next topic, which is the HBO Max series, The Titans, Season 3 specifically. Uh, on our last episode, we talked about Episode 1, 2, and 3. We kind of skimmed through it. How are we going to do this is the episodes are pretty, you know, big episodes. They're 30 minutes long. And there's a lot of stuff going on it. So we're not going to go in detail uh, with the episodes. We're just going to talk about specific points. Uh, We're going to talk about episode 4 and episode 5 right now. So if you haven't seen it, make sure you go check it out. HBO Max. uh, Go check it out and then come back and listen to our thoughts on it. So, uh, yeah, we all watched episode 4 and 5. I'll get it started here. So episode 4 for me... um, it takes place right after we had the the brutal killing of um, Hawk Hank, his name is. Uh, I really was sad. I really liked that character, I liked and him too. I was kind of I, I was really upset that that character died. And um, so it takes place right away after that. We have Connor Kent uh, basically, you know, beating himself over it that he didn't get there fast enough, um, and. You know, you have the character Dove consoling him and saying it's not your fault. You were not the reason why he died. And uh, basically just trying to let him know, right, that he's a young character that's, you know, trying to find his way into the team. And she's just letting him know that this wasn't your fault. So don't worry about this. This is uh, something that was a team's, you know, failure, not an individual. So that was pretty cool that to see her kind of let him know that. And I mean, um, it was her fault, so she <laughs> she pulled the trigger. Yeah, <laughs> but it's nice. It's nice. Well, she guys, come on! I'm trying to make it nice here, and you're and you guys are just trying to poo poo on her. Oh, jeez. Uh, anyways, okay, yeah. Go I was, ahead. God, I was gonna allude to that, you know, like, uh, yes, it, it was technically okay. It was her fault. <laughs> I'll give in. It, it was basically her fault from the from the trigger on there, but. Uh, and then you have uh, Nightwing Dick Grayson basically getting her on the first flight out of town, which I thought was kind of like, where did he get this jet from? Like, how is Bruce still bankrolling this guy, right? Like, he still has an allowance. It's weird. Like, I'm like, no, you he, guys. He seems like he has access to all his yeah. stuff still. Right? His sugar daddy, Batman. <laughs> yeah. As much as he claimed to say, like, oh, I don't want to be a part of his life anymore, I know they made up. But he had access to a lot of stuff even before they made up. So, and there's he's... more stuff in this episode that he has yeah. access to, right? Yeah. Which is just like, oh, you hate the guy, but then you use his stuff. They're on good like, terms huh. now. Yeah, but you know they still don't like. They're not buddies. They're not gonna hang out in in, in at the top yeah. of Gotham Tower, right? Overlooking down on the city anytime soon. But uh, anyway, so the story kind of unfolds into two different stories. We have. Dick Grayson going after um, uh, Crane in the prison, and then we have also um, Star Starfire. I almost said Stargirl, but I didn't. <laughs> I <knew it. laughs> Starfire basically has her own little issue going on, which is annoying to me. I don't know. Is it annoying to you guys? Yeah, because she doesn't tell place? anyone. She doesn't. 
she doesn't tell anyone and this dragged on longer than it needed to because none of these characters tell each other anything they talk about being a family but she (laughs) she goes under some hypnotic thing and just says oh oops i better keep this to myself (laughs) she's throwing flame balls at poor old beast boy in the kitchen and nobody gives a shit (laughs) like he's he's like her only target too like she only goes after him and i don't know why (laughs) and speaking of beast boy this guy's character is doing nothing in this show. Yeah. He's got nothing. He's just standing there making pizza all day in the kitchen. Which, like, by the way, the cool thing, that kitchen is actually the kitchen that they use in the Netflix horror show House of Bly Manor. I like <laughs> how you know that. Anything yeah. <laughs> horror related. I would have never guessed that one. Trust well, me. I, I literally <laughs> thought, where did I see that kitchen before? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, go on. <laughs> so yeah, he's basically Beast Boy is just rendered useless in this show right now. He apparently like they've got this little mission that you know Starfire goes on with him after she goes in some meditation in some I don't know cryo chamber or something that Bruce had. It's in like the a, those uh, black water like meditation yeah. tanks where you just float. Yeah, and then they end up somehow in some weird location because she beats him up again and kidnaps him for the like fifth time (laughs) (laughs) and then he's just just like all right you know you gave me a black guy locked me in a trunk but i'm still gonna help you out and i don't know how but he's like move the car like why would anybody say move the car like i don't know it didn't make sense he's like oh there's a beacon or you found the location but you gotta move the car and then he digs through the grass and finds um, an opening for a chamber to go down. I just found it really weird how we found it. Why like, did they have to have the car over it? Couldn't they just I, park beside it? Is it because the beacon was pointing right over top of the car? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to make sense of it. I'm like, yeah, I, you know, I don't want to get into it too much because it just, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so they open up the latch and then they go down this latch and then there's this weird scientist guy sitting there and then they, she sees her sister in the cell are i believe her twin not twin sister her is it a biological or was it adopted sister i can't remember it's her it's her sister sister blackfire blackfire there you go yeah starfire blackfire uh very creative there whoever made those characters (laughs) so anyways uh so you see blackfire basically captured there and uh she just wants to in the beginning she just wanted to let her rot in there who gives a shit and walk away but then she you know i'm trying to fast forward here as quick as possible and she basically uh, changes her mind and comes and gets her. And I swear to God, like, I did, could care less about this whole scene. Like, I didn't even care. I had zero interest in any of this. I'm like, who cares? Me too. Maybe this will pay off at the end. Who knows? But I could have done without this whole storyline. It was just so weird from the beginning. It's pointless right now. I'm hoping that I am so wrong. And that there is an actual reason behind this. Because if it's not, this was such a waste of time. They could have developed other character storylines that would have been better. Uh, Beast Boy maybe trying to find ways to make more characters out of his power would have been more interesting than this. But uh, on the flip side, of while there's a split storyline going on this episode, you have Dick Grayson basically uh, go to the prison where Crane was being transported from one place to another place and beat up the guards, take Crane with him in his Maserati, not his Honda Civic, his Maserati. You know, that's definitely Bruce Wayne's. 
Uh, Bruce, Bruce left him everything. Like, when he had his little freak out, he's like, you're bad. Yeah, yeah. Now. So, in that whole two minutes, he transferred everything to Dick, I guess. <laughs> Go on. It, it was a four-digit code that transferred <laughs> everything over. <laughs> and then we had him uh, driving out to some God knows where uh, cabin, I believe it is, and just basically trying to pull in our, um, our what's the name? Um, Red Hood. Red Hood. Todd. Toddy Boy. Uh, into a bait and uh i actually like that part where you saw a little bit of uh, evilness in nightwing you know you, you t- it showed him about when he was a kid how bruce trained him in the forest and stuff like that so you got to see a little bit of that craziness where he's grabbed the the wolf's head i, I thought that was like whoa i'm like okay well you right. see how uh hardcore bruce's training was too yeah because it started with dick running away from that wolf and then it cuts to what you just said. Like, so yeah. Bruce didn't help him. He was just <laughs> let him get attacked oh, by a wolf. <laughs> like, it was crazy, man. I was just like, yeah. whoa, like some hardcore training going on there. And um, I, I don't know, D, if you want to jump in anytime, you yeah. know, add, add to it. But uh, yeah, I, I just thought this episode was uh, a, a decent pace, except for what's going on with her situation. I like the fact that he kidnapped this guy, brought him there, baited Todd to show up had their little you know fight and then stupid gotham police always has to ruin things like look, go away nobody cares uh, you, you guys have done a terrible job from like the last 30 40 years because a batman had to save you most of the time from the city stop like if you have nightwing yeah. in in the in the picture leave it alone right well, what's D, funny, i don't know what do you think i'll, I'll chime in too so yeah. when things go right, they take credit and be like, yeah, we worked with Batman on this. When they go wrong, they're like, why you ruined this? This is your fault. Barbara was the absolute worst person in the last few episodes where she's just blaming <laughs> Dick left and right. And I'm like, you sanctioned this. You told him to go yeah. do it. You didn't have any better ideas. And then now you're showing up again and ruined it. So I have this. I mean, my opinion mirrors yours. Basically, the whole Blackfire thing was silly. Her rescuing her was silly to me because your sister basically killed your parents she admitted to doing that and she tried to kill you um i i honestly i, I don't know what's going on here like they better is she gonna join the nicely. team like i don't know is she gonna be a villain or is she gonna join the team we'll see there's got to be a reason they brought her in maybe they merge and become ultimate fire or phoenix <laughs> fire right i don't know like... yeah right <laughs> And then Chris will be on board if that happens, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I'll finally be into <laughs> the <fire>. show. <laughs> but no, it was such an awkward scene, I felt. You know, what was the whole point of the fighting scene? You know, it seems like it was the first time they fought, but uh, it really wasn't. I just, like you it's said, so I hope there's yeah. a point to this. And yeah. it goes it somewhere. Better be. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of the whole uh, scene where the Crane and Dick Grayson conversation in the car? You know, like Crane is a smart guy. He like, is smart. He's a G- yeah, he's super smart, and he's trying to play mind games with Dick Grayson, right? I really like and... the casting for him. It was unorthodox. I wouldn't expect him to be Scarecrow, but I like but it. But he did a good job. Yeah. yeah. I. It was funny because the first time I seen his character, I was wondering. Why does he seem so familiar? And it's not because he was in Mad Men. And I went to go look up the actor, and he oh actually my God, played you're right. 
He played he is Connor. From Batman. Oh. <laughs> uh, he yes. played Connor, Angel's son from the Angel series. And I thought, wow, that's intense. And then I found out that I think he got fired from doing Titans because he was acting very, they called it He's very sophomoreist and very immature on set. And this guy's yeah. 42. And wow. so uh, he had two allegations against him. So I don't know if we're going to be seeing him. Which, you know what, if going into the fourth season that we'll get more Scarecrow story, they can put a mask on someone else and give him a creepy oh, yeah. voice and we won't know the difference. Exactly, yeah. They'll kill you yeah, just, it's funny how you just mentioned Mad Men because I watched that show and now I recognize where he's from. I was wondering where I've seen this guy from. And yeah, he was a good character in Mad Men too. But uh, yeah, so we get Gotham PD basically breaking up that fight. Uh you know, Nightwing gets shot and Todd and Scarecrow kind of escape. And uh, you just see that Crane is manipulating Todd and giving him the serum and using him as a puppet, basically, to get Which is some ridiculous of the to me. That... What do you think about that? What, using Todd? Uh, yeah, do you think, like, do you think Jason would ever, like, align with him under normal circumstances? Well, that's not Jason anymore, is it? It's, it's, uh... It's, well, you know, Red Hood. Now, Red right? Hood. So... But, like, as someone who has been working with... Be well, we'll get into that in the next episode. But to me, their alliance seems weird. It's... Yeah, but I think he owes him. The... Obviously, episode five, Yeah, we, get, we delve into everything, right? So, yeah, episode five, let's get right into it then. Um, it basically is the backstory of how Red Hood became who he is and what transpired before that to get him to that spot he's had issues uh with confidence and he was having problems with becoming you know robin and uh batman basically is trying to get him you know his mind all set by telling him to go visit a shrink to get him sorted out and he's not happy that he has to do that but batman's like you don't do that you don't get to uh be robin so he's first to go see a shrink and try to work out his issues and uh i don't know if you guys like that did you did you enjoy watching that part or you just thought it was just a waste of time did you find it interesting no i found it interesting and i found it like one of batman's protégés definitely needs psychology like <laughs> like that's just how it is like you can't <laughs> you that, that made it real to me mm -hmm. like one of them would need to talk to some someone and jason yeah. makes the most sense to me it it shows a little more character development cuz you know we get He's uh, an upset person, especially when he first shows up. But I'll be honest with you, the whole scene and with the shrink, I really thought that it was a hallucination he was having. Oh, that's interesting. Because yeah. I, I literally thought this whole episode was going to be a hallucination from a giant the, hallucination. Yeah. yeah, from his toxin. And and it very well could be because episode six, you know, you never know. Yeah. But, yeah, it, it could be a hallucination, but I didn't think this was an episode filler. I thought this was a needed episode. Mm -hmm. It wasn't as great as some of the earlier episodes, but it, it needed to cover and fill in the gaps of what transpired because, you know, we need to know what happened for him to be this way, right? And I don't think the first four episodes did enough fillers to explain that. So 
to me this was a much needed episode to fill in the gaps i don't know how did you how did you guys feel was I it a filler or was it a needed episode it was needed and you need a reason why he's the way he is now and that did that yeah. um did i like the reason we'll see but it was an answer <laughs> Uh, so it, it also explains how he got resurrected, right? Basically, yeah. Crane uh, elaborated Lazarus pit, his version, if you want to call it, right? Yeah. yeah. He's Ray a chemical. Yeah, his mastermind, you know. So you basically get that and resurrect uh, Jason. So that's where I look at it and say, okay, the reason why he's doing all his bidding for him is because he owes him his life, literally owes him his life, right? He's brought him back to life and said hey listen i did this for you you need to do whatever i tell you to do and then also he's the one that's making that formula for him to supposedly not have any fear right well jason and... deduced it he went back and he's like your your formula was off and he figured it out himself but he does stockpile him with it so yeah i can see like he's hooked now i, I thought when he said well, your formula's off I thought, I thought crane said i did it on purpose yeah and I thought Jason right? figured it out when his eyes yeah. went yellow. He's like, let me see your eyes. He's like, guy, yeah, you're brilliant. Like, he praised him, but, but I don't know. It, it wasn't like, I think what he said was like, it, it was trying to say was it's about 90% effective versus what I can do. Oh, I see. Right? Okay. That's what I took it as. I mean, I could be wrong, but I took it as like, yeah, you did good, kid, but uh, I can actually get it to the next level. You just got it to a satisfactory level. And that's why you see him always giving him the... The, the formula now uh, towards the end of episode four you saw him giving it to him but uh it also has that good relationship with batman and his protégés right which i liked batman was sincerely trying to help this kid you know really trying to get this kid figured out but batman is also harsh like he's just like okay after seeing the shrink this kid is not getting it he takes him to the place where his parents died this you know iconic alley where his you know the Mr. Wayne and Martha Wayne dies. Martha uh, <laughs> dies, and um, he basically tells him like, "I think you should hang it up. Like, I don't think you're fit for this. Like psychologically, I think you've got too many, you know, cobwebs in there, and it's not healthy for you." So, it, and he calls him son, which yeah. was like the, like, I don't think he called any of his other proteges son. You know, so. It was like he really genuinely cared about this kid and wants this kid to survive. And he feels that hanging it up is probably the best bet. And, of course, Jason, like, not accepting this at all, freaks out and walks away. And I just, like, you know, I look at that and I'm like, okay, yeah, Batman really tried to help this kid figure it out. But what do you expect? You brought him into the world of vigilante fighting and... You want this kid to hang it up right when he's thinking he's going to hit his mark as a teenager? Good luck with that. Yeah. Like, there's no way. You gave him the keys to the cave. There's no way he's going to take it and say, here, take it back. I'll go back to being a regular kid at some preppy school. Right? So, yeah, I mean, uh, so the story basically unfolds there and shows how he is more and more in tune becoming Red Hood. He gets the mask. I still find that mask a little too big. D, I don't know. You you like the mask, right, D? Mm, she looks like a bobblehead. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said you liked the mask last I time. Like, I like the red hood mask, but it is too big. Yeah, yeah. Like, it yeah. needs to be a tad smaller. Yeah, exactly. Uh, anything else you guys want to add on there? I, I was pretty see, brutal seeing the uh, crowbar. Chris might like it because he's all about gore. 
What do you think about that? Like, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna leave that part to Chris. You go ahead, Chris. Talk. Which part are we on? The where you where, see where... where you see how bashed in he actually got right before the Lazarus pit. Oh yeah. Like you see how brutal that was. Well, that scene with Joker, right? Where he opens up the the, the uh, amusement park, right? And Joker just ambushes him. Yeah. yeah. So I just wanted to go back and touch on um, that whole scene where he's trying to talk him out of being Robin. That's yeah. why I thought this whole episode was that hallucination because when he went to go see the shrink she kept on trying to figure out what his fear was and then you know we have it's so interesting yeah and then we have batman telling him not to be robin anymore so it just felt like i don't know where to go with this so that's why i enjoyed this episode and you might have something going on there. I mean, we don't know. Episode 6 is going to clear up a lot of things, I hope, right? So yeah, you might I, be onto something. I just think this episode could have been episode 4 with Corey's weird storyline <laughs> yeah. intertwined in it. But anyways, so we are at the scene where Jason gets pretty beat up. I did not expect them to show that, but it is DC. And we got the... I didn't realize that at first it took a while for it to click in the Lazarus chamber, which they put him in and he heals. And I'm like, oh, Rachel Gould. So his name was mentioned, dropped. So I'm hoping we see something in the future about that, because I think that could be a really good, interesting storyline. So two characters we saw a sneak peek of. We saw Donna Trey. Mm-hmm. show up mm-hmm. in in the dream and then we saw joker briefly are you upset that they didn't actually show joker the actual like someone playing him i didn't we think just they the, would you don't think so right do you think that maybe down the road we'll see one that's joker such a like hard character to incorporate into media especially when you have movies to compare him to what do you think chris i i i think it was a smart move you know we all know it's him but they probably had to recast the character. So until they find the perfect Joker that's going to fit for the whole TV series, they're not going to show any up closes. They're really thinking about continuity. So if that's yeah. the reason why they're doing it, I respect them for doing that because we all love yeah. when we see a character that we do love. And then all of a sudden it's someone different, you know? So yeah, it's I, I do mystery. like. I do like the the fact that they had the Joker actually beat him up because in the comics, that's what exa- exactly what happens. It doesn't happen that way, right? I mean, D, you can correct me if I'm wrong. You're the Nightwing huge fan here, but I I I like the fact that they used Joker to beat him up and kill him. Yeah. Right, and they kept it to that, which was nice, because uh, that's one of the things I was wondering is like we, when I saw the trailer for Red Hood, I'm like, okay. I didn't know at that time, do they have license for Joker or not? Because how are they going to incorporate Joker in it? All right. So this was a great way. They showed his legs, his, you know, his cape or his pants or something. They gave us hints enough to, and then the, obviously the laugh that gives it away. So even the silhouette, uh, the silhouette swinging the crowbar around as a cold. Yes. Moly. <laughs> yes. Very violent and very Joker-ish. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. And then, you know, with Donna Troy, there is supposed to be this scene where Raven is is working uh, on a mission to resurrect Donna Troy, right? So maybe this is uh you know foreshadowing something that's going to happen in one of the future episodes. 
where Donna Troy comes back from the dead. So we'll see. Uh, everyone seems to come back from the dead, right? Lazarus Pith is available for everybody. I mean, I wish I wish Hank comes back, but he got exploded, oh. so I don't see. <laughs> yeah, there's there's chunks of him on the. Yeah, there's everywhere. no body to bring back. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, even Alfred can't even put that together, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> and yeah, so we'll see what happens in episode six. Uh, I'm hoping that they kind of now put put into full throttle. We've got the backstory. We've got the secondary stories uh, sort of resolved. Let's now put it into full gear and let's get Raven into the scene. I, I miss that character in the in the show, so I'm hoping and and then Beast Boy to get some more airtime and some importance to this season because right now he's not even like he's not he's the water boy of that team yeah, right now, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm hoping that episode six really fires it up to the next level, and we'll see next week. We'll probably do uh, episode six by itself next week just because there's so much to get into. And I think it's going to be an important episode. But uh, anything else you guys want to add into it? No, nope. just waiting to see nope. what happens. Yeah, all right. And uh, you guys are still uh, motivated to watch it every week? Yeah, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> I'm, I'm too invested Chris, now. Chris is like, maybe. I'll uh, think about it. <laughs> if, if I'll tell you, if episode six is like episode four, I'm out. <laughs> oh wow <laughs> you heard it here folks he is not gonna be a part of it if episode at, six is bad at least the fifth episode made up for the fourth so yeah, it, it should it, it really did it, it really did yeah so it, it was a good episode fingers crossed okay yeah all right um let's get into our final topic and uh, d take it away with our final topic so there was uh quite a few toy drops mm-hmm. these last couple of days now, I know you backed Sentinel, or not Sentinel, Galactus. Chris, did you? Uh, no. Okay, he laughs about it. <laughs> I, don't have the, I don't have the shelf space. <laughs> Too expensive. So with that, with that then, in that case, Elvin is going to be getting a Doomhead for a Galactus and yes. the, one, of the, uh, one of the other Heralds, uh, Morg, the Executioner. So that's cool. I'm pretty... I, what do I have? Like two hours left to decide if I want this guy or not? I'm considering it. <laughs> I might just do it, but it, he does look nice. So that dropped. They um, released a bunch of other stuff. I don't know if you're excited for anything, but there was also Marvel Legends wise a new uh, Captain Britain. Do you even care about him? Do either of you? I have the old one. I, I, yeah, I care about Captain Britain, of course. So you're going to get him? Oh, I'm I'm getting every single Marvel Legends going okay. in a separate, except for maybe the Eternals. Okay, I that's have fair. zero attachments to it. Maybe Salma Hayek's figure because I love Salma Hayek, but uh, I I don't. I'm gonna I'm not get. I'm gonna definitely pre-order this one already. Yeah. So. I I have a, the old one. I like it. I like it. Uh, I love his... Armadillo. I love. Arm- I know it's too bad he can't fold into a ball. Like a, that yeah. Been really, that would have been really cool, <laughs> like an Armadillo, but. Uh, I, I like that character, and um, maybe they might use this to get us a rhino. That'd be maybe. nice. We need a new, an updated rhino. So in that, yes. um, you get J. Jonah Jameson, Spider-Man in his... I really still dislike this costume. That armored black one? one? The black one? The black I, and gold? The red and gold and black. Like, he's yeah. too... I, I, uh, this one here. There's too many colors. There's too many colors going on. I don't like yeah, this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other one looks like it might only be for this movie, so I'll accept it. And it's a toy. 
commercial. I'll, I'll be honest. With, I'll be honest with you. Those two are probably gonna go to my kid. Yeah, I have zero interest in those two figures. Um, the more and more, I'm not a big fan of MCU Spider-Man costumes. I'm no, not. I don't like them either. Like the last one, I I'll, I I, sh- I have a little bit of respect for because it's uh, Jack Kirby's uh, design, right? With that uh, dark navy, yeah, uh, blue and the red. So I have love for that, but I'm not a big fan of any in the MCU uh, Spider-Man costumes. I'm more the comic and the game versions, right? So, so me, so to me, this is gonna be like, give it to my son. He'll be happy. He loves Spider Man, and I get to keep the bath figure to build armadillo. He does. That's... I'm looking at armadillo. He looks sweet. Chris, are you yeah. gonna get it? Uh, you are know you gonna what? get anything, Chris? The vampire. You're gonna get the vampire, dude. <laughs> I probably will, and oh, I'll boy. be honest with you. I also like uh, the Shriek character. Maybe not yes. so I know much about her, but great base body, which is exciting because it was mentioned that. The Shriek female body is the brand new introduction of the female body. So the old body that we used to get for like Phoenix and Beetle, it's being switched up. So the legs are going to be fuller, not so skinny. So is it like the Wasp sort of? Uh, Or the Hellcat? um, You know the Psylocke figure. Oh, yeah. With the nice thighs and a little bit shorter, maybe not so tall, but it will be replacing that old Legends body, which I'm excited about because it has no shape. But I think the wave is cool, either even though I might only get two of them. So I'm kind of excited. I ha- honestly haven't bought a Legends for so long right now. <laughs> that Miles looks nice too, the Gamerverse one. Yeah. So we yeah, have no, those. Yeah, this is a definite buy for me just because of the bath. They got me with the bath. Like, oh, I hate it when they give me like half the figures <laughs> that I don't want. They know yeah. what they're doing. It's a business. They know that you want this. But like, and you're make, buy some shit. make cool ones. You have so many cool ones you could have done. Like, you don't need to make crappy ones. <laughs> like, I, they're not, they're not going to give you all of it in one wave. They're going to give you little tidbits. Oh, like I, I hate the fact that it's half MCU and then you add in a couple of comic characters. Yeah. It's just so weird. It's like what they did with Shang-Chi. We got the Iron Man and Captain America. Well, that's kind of gamer-verse. Yeah, exactly. But there were were good figures, though. Yeah. I I, I mean, like I said, at the end of the day, it's a business, and they need to generate, uh, you know, income for Armadillo, right? Armadillo is an all-new build, isn't it? Because I, yeah, if you I take the armor it. off it, it's a brand new build, I think, underneath. Well, they I've have... never seen that. I thought it might be um, Rhino, but but uh, was it Rhino is more textured, like his body. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not Rhino at all. It's no, like I thought, build. like because I know the like armor part of Armadillo goes over the body, but that it's the body's entirely different now that I can see it up close. Yeah. No, so this is a new build, so that maybe that's why they have gave us shitty figures to cover for the expense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anybody who's listening, I think it's bad. You, if you like it, fantastic. You do you, right? But like I said, my son will be happy because we're going to go watch that movie, and so he'll be happy to get the figures. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and then your, right, army building, your army building Skrull, of course, I assume. Oh, man, I've got some great ideas for that. Yeah. 
Oh, boy. I am going to get at least eight of them. At least eight of them. It's going to be fun. I've got a Colossus body. The old Colossus body that I have sitting there. And that skull head from the Fantastic Four wave fits perfectly on there. Yeah. Ooh. And you can make so many has, super scrolls. And it also has the V-cut on him. So you can actually just paint the purple over. Yeah. And you'll have a, now you have a big whole Colossus scroll. Like a big guy, right? And it's nice to have different heights of, of scrolls, right? So it, it, there was, yeah, yeah, it's just secret invasion lit up. Exactly. Have a, little, yeah. have a bunch of them. That that looks. It's been sitting here, and I don't know. God knows when I'm going to get to it. Hopefully soon. I do want to do some customizing. So, but yeah, I mean, it's going to be. I, I love the fact that they made it easy an army building option, not in a wave where you have to buy, you know, twenty figures just to get three of them. Yeah. Right? So it's nice when they do that. This is this is a company that's listening. Well, the division of uh, Hasbro Marvel team does their best to give us what we want and plenty of it. And D, yeah, I'm rambling on. So go on. No, that's the whole point of this. Like you're excited for these figures. So I am. I am. I, I, it, I am really excited. I, I love it. Right. Now, Lightning Collection released uh, Ecliptor and Astronema, the two back for that, and then Finster, who was on Amazon for the wrong price, so I didn't care about yep. him, but for that price, I, I did. I skipped I it. it. Yep. Yes, sir. I'll take it. <laughs> so he's cool. He comes with little with little putty figurines because he. And if you're collecting all of the Lightning Collection, you should just grab this guy too. Yeah, it makes I, sense. I, I, I'm not gonna get the other two, the two pack. I have zero interest yeah. in that. Well, um, it's annoying that they're giving us a different colored astronomer. Like, couldn't they have given us something else? You know, well, because she also I, came what? with um, with Andros, right? In the yeah. other two pack, there, yeah. I I don't mind this because it's an exclusive, right? So, it's not like a need. I love, I don't say I would say love, but I like when there's an exclusive that you don't really need to have in your collection. It's not going to change your collections overall. You can bypass it, right? So this two pack for me. I, I can just bypass it because I've already got the figure in another two pack and I don't really care for it. It doesn't, it's not a big deal to me, but I mean, for a hardcore fan, of course, mm-hmm. they're going to say, no, 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 hold on. I do care. I like the change. I like the look. I love the other character, but yeah, it's an exclusive. So I'm, I'm happy that the fact that it's not something it's needed, but it's Amazon. So when you go click it, it doesn't mean you're going to get it. Even if you pre-order it, it still doesn't mean you're going to get yeah, it. Yeah. It just means you're thrown in a pot and they're going to pick names out of it and your name might not get picked. So you could order pre-order day one and some guy could pre-order it a month later and will get it before you will. That's how Amazon works, folks. Or it so, can make it to like your street and then turn around <laughs> and return to yes, sender no, like yeah. a couple of our friends. <laughs> yeah. We changed our mind. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. And then you did you mention that uh, the the shield two pack as well that's cool are you are you army building those absolutely i've got my aim soldiers i got like 15 aim soldiers and yeah. hydra soldiers i've got to have the shield to back up nick fury behind them right and, but uh, oh. I, I love uh, sorry chris I, i'm just gonna be a second here yeah, i no, love no. the extra i love the additional heads that it comes with yes i like how they do that it's good you can actually make, to put those heads anywhere yeah. And any of the six inch figure lines from Hasbro. You could do G.I. Joe. 
where you can unmask a stormtrooper and put that head on if it fits. Right? Like, I mean, you can put it anywhere. And I love that because it, 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 those are, you know, those are like little gems, right? That can change the look of your other collections. So I'm definitely going to get at least as... as I think they're on, your, uh, they're on your favorite body, though. With these baby feet, <laughs> these bucky cap. Can't believe you said that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I just like the fact... I'm hoping that they allow us to at least buy five max. Right, usually Hasbro they do a two or three, but with the army building, I think they allow you to buy up to five. So with the two pack, if I get five, now I have ten. So which is perfect because that's usually around eight is when I call it off. So four to five, I'll be happy with that if I get it. You should be able to. I don't know when they they haven't announced when they're dropping it, right? No. I think it's it. uh, later this fall. It, I, I'll bet you anything it's going to be yeah. during HasCon. Exactly. I was just going to say that. Yeah, They're going to drop everything and then make us go f- crazy on <laughs> that one day that you you need. Like, <sighs> There's like seven things you want, and you have literally a minute to get all seven things in your card and check out. Get your credit <laughs> cards ready. Oh, boy. Not even that. Just start clicking as fast as possible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, and uh, uh, I wonder yeah, you're if, saying, oh. Chris, yeah, what were you saying? Uh, no, I thought it was cool that uh, they did that with the two packs where you got the helmeted heads because if you are going to be doing what you're doing, Elvin, buying five packs, is you'll really be able to switch them up so they don't all look like twins. and Exactly. So, but uh, with Hascon, I'm wondering if they're going to do what they did last year. Like, am I going to have to repurchase 50 bucks? to be a premium member to buy the day before have you, know, you have you not re- re-upped i re-upped uh no i haven't yet I, I, I re-upped i'm definitely gonna be a pulse member because it was very um important i i do that because you remember again the hellfire club was oh, a pain my God. right and and, and, <laughs> and stressed i'm so me glad out. That, i didn't even want them and i was stressed out for you guys and i'm so happy <laughs> that i got it as a Pulse member because people who weren't Pulse members and went the next day to get it, some of them never even got it. Yeah, some just got them, like, maybe a couple months ago. Yeah, and uh, there were some people that didn't even get it. There was cancellation notices for that. Yeah, there was a lot. But one thing I'd hope... I mean, I don't honestly... I don't don't really want it, but I don't hope that at EB Games or Game uh, GameStop now, they call it here now, they don't just, you know, on Monday say, yeah, by the way, we have all the exclusives here. <laughs> you just come into the store and pre-order. Then. It's hit or miss. Like they didn't get Hellfire Club, but they did get like everything. My, else. my Lord Dracon and and Cobra Commander, and yeah. Star Wars, and the Transformers. Right? Like I was like, ah, you know, like why didn't you just let us know that you might have some available, so I don't stress out, right? And apparently you had to go into store and do it, right? You couldn't even just phone online, or f- online or do it on the phone. A you couple of mine I did online. Oh, okay. Because that, that that's the other, you know, down part about it is you know, we're all in the West Coast here. So if you have to go into stores, that means the East Coast stores have a three-hour advantage. Yeah. And the Atlantic stores have a four-hour advantage over you. So they can theoretically be sold out before the stores are even open here. So that's kind of... I hope that they don't go that route again. Just order online. Because I think GameStop, they're really trying to get people to order online. Yeah. And have it picked up at your local store. And with the new updated website of the EB Games now to GameStop, I also noticed that your 
if you have a discount card with them, it's automatically calculated in the order now before you had to go in the store and show your receipt to get the refund. Yeah. Now it's automatically, when you log in, it's automatically shows up as your discount, which is awesome. That's what I want. Now you're going to get me to order online more because now I just have it shipped to my house and my discount is counted as well, right? It just encourages you to do that. Uh, anything else, Steve? There's so much more, but it just depends <laughs> if you want it. <laughs> like well, well, is the... there anything else you guys like really are looking forward to, some of the pre-order stuff? That, um, anything that showed up? Um, that... I'm actually... It's been NECA. It's nonstop NECA it's, with me right now. You love NECA. You yeah, love I was going to ask. I was like, what, what, what NECA? And I, and I, I get it. I get it. I get it why you love NECA. Because last, last Monday I got the Battle of the Bands, Marty. And then yeah. um, kind of recently I just opened them up, the Puppet Master ones. Uh, what I'm looking forward to is the Halloween 2-pack with uh, Loomis and Michael Myers that has the flame effects oh my god what else are they doing you know what it's just anything NECA or Legends I'm all for that's practically the most of my collection yeah absolutely I I can't wait for Doctor Doom Uh, I mean uh, Galactus I mean Doctor Doom I don't know they're both the same (laughs) oh but you got Sentinel coming yeah um, let's cross our fingers that I can get them because uh, I have mine shipped at the local post office across the border Oh. Yeah. Do you know anyone that lives over there that no, they can unfortunately come over I don't. <laughs> oh, you know what? Talk to me. I will see if I can talk to my friend who has a husband that lives over there. There you go. See? That's awesome. <laughs> you just made my day. <laughs> Literally. Uh D, was there anything else um that's important to you? After talking to you, I pre ordered that uh Bumblebee. The three zero one. I love enabling the so Sh- shopping <laughs> while podcasting. It was That's before the best. episode. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That bumblebee. Uh, for anyone who's listening, they'll know what we're talking about. It's from the company three zero, their DLX line, and it's their smaller scale bumblebee. It's a, it's like basically a mashup from the past. And to the to the present of what Bumblebee would look like, so it's a mashup of both. You get a hit of the old nostalgic look, but you get a little bit of updated armory and a face of what a Bumblebee looks like in today's generation. So, I absolutely like it. Um, like as we mentioned earlier, we did an Optimus Prime DLX, which is a bigger scaled uh, version. Uh, he stands at ten and a half inches. This one's going to stand around six inches, I believe. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, D. But it looks like it is six. And, right. and it's gonna and it's gonna scale well because he's a short guy, right? He's a small character in the in the show, so I think it's brilliant. It's it's gonna fit right in. Yeah. Why create a bumblebee that's the same size as Optimus? Uh, right, Hasbro? When you made your red line, <laughs> <They're> all this. <laughs> what is that even? Why did you do that? Uh, Come on. <laughs> Oh god, let's create a bumblebee the same size as Optimus and Megatron. Nobody will <laughs> notice that. They'll all be fine. Ugh. Anyways, any, anything else? No, I gotta go browse some more after this episode. There you go. Enabled. <laughs> and if you're listening, go ahead and go browse and buy some goodies to lighten up your week, your month, whatever it is. Go forth and get a bunch of goodies. 
check out some you know stores like Big Bad Toy Store, Dorkside in the U.S. They're not affiliated with us. We wish they were. Um, and Toy Snowman in Canada and Redshift7.ca in Canada. Great people uh, selling great stuff. And uh, yeah, just have some fun, collect and enjoy. So uh, wherever you are around the world or the universe, have yourself a good morning, a good day, and a good night. Bye-bye. Bye. Comment. Comment. Ah. Hashtag Steve Steve. I love Steve Rogers. Yes. yes. <laughs>